0: Welcome to the HMO Success Podcast. This is episode 60, and today we're discussing what's happening to room rates in HMOs. Welcome to the HMO Success Podcast. My name's Wendy, and this podcast will help you invest in houses of multiple occupation. to take the topic of room rates room rental rates because I see lots of different changes happening across the UK at the moment and I just thought it'd be really interesting to unpick this and explain to you the data that I'm seeing and the reasons behind the data. Now, it's quite interesting because, uh, as we've seen over the last year with COVID, house prices have really started to take off. And unless you've had your eyes closed to what's been going on in the rental market, you'll also see that rents have started to go up as well. And this often happens in the housing market. Uh, Over the 25 years I've been investing in property, I've often seen house prices go up and then just a few months behind, we see rental prices started going up as well. And there's definitely a link between the inflationary pressure on house prices and the inflationary pressure on rents. But actually rents are also very much affected by supply and demand. Actually, that's one of the reasons why I think that house prices have gone up over the last year is because we've actually seen fewer properties coming up for sale more people want to move out of the cities they want to move into towns where they've got houses that have garden and have more amenity space so I think that's been a real big push this year for people to to leave London and leave some of the bigger cities and move out into the more of the suburb, suburbs and and uh, you know more rural places of the, the UK When it comes to rents, however, there are slightly different constraints and factors that affect the rental market. One of these is the supply of rental property. And, of course, what we've seen, because we're seeing house prices go up, is actually fewer people are investing in buy-to-let property. So there's actually been a dearth of buy-to-let property to rent. At the same time, house prices are going up, and of course that stops anybody who might have been thinking about buying a house to be able to still afford to buy the house. So they're stuck in rented accommodation for longer. So there are a number of factors that affect the rental market, which are slightly different from the ones that affect the housing market. So we can't put them all in the same bucket and say, oh, it's the same effects on the the housing market, and that's why rents are going up. And I think actually there are some slightly different reasons here as well. Now, actually, the HMO market is its own kind of little territory of its own. It has its own kind of microclimate. And when we look at room rents across the UK, it's very interesting to see that in some areas, room rents have definitely started to go up, but actually in others, they've come down, or in fact, they've flattened. That's as much to do with the amount of supply of rooms that are on the market as it is to do with the volume of people looking for those properties. So what are those factors that seem to influence HMO rental prices? And what are we seeing right now? Well, if we look at the wider picture, Landlord Vision have said that regional rents are rising at their fastest rate in a decade. So, for single buy to lets for family homes, these prices are going up pretty dramatically right now. Although that's not true across the whole of the UK, and in fact, In some parts of the UK, such as the West Midlands, the East Midlands, uh, some parts of Wales even, and the North East, they've seen rental rises as much as as 5.5%. The South West has seen 5.3%, the East Midlands has seen 4.8% increase, and Wales 3.8% increase. So it's really steady rental growth and 10-year highs, in fact, in those areas. In London, however, rents have stayed fairly static and they haven't gone up as much. They've they've gone up by about one to 2% in London. Uh, And in fact, during the pandemic, rents actually fell by a staggering 9.4% in the first quarter of 2020, but some of those have actually regained those those former levels and they've, they've plateaued a little bit since then. But by looking across the whole of the UK, we can see that there's lots of differences across the regions. And certainly in those regions outside of London, in the southeast, so the northeast, the southwest, East Midlands, Wales, uh, even Northern Ireland, they've seen quite a steady and healthy rental increase. But of course, this is partly because those rents are fairly affordable. So if we take, say, the average rent for the northeast, and by the way, I'm still talking about single properties here, not room rents, but single properties, the average rent is £559 a month. Uh, If we look at the East Midlands, it's £693 a month. Uh, The East of England, it's £922 a month. Whereas as soon as you get into London, the average rent is almost triple what it is in some of those cheaper areas. It's £1,554 a month. So if you're looking to find somewhere that's affordable and cheap to live, you're not going to necessarily be staying in London, particularly if your employer has offered you the opportunity of working from home. It makes sense to move somewhere that's a bit cheaper, get a bit more bang for your buck and save your money. And that's, of course, what lots of people have been doing, hence why those rental prices have been going up across the UK in those those outside areas outside of London and the South East. But when we come to looking at HMO rooms, we haven't quite seen the same trends. Now, this of course is because in many of those areas, while some of those single buy-to-let prices have have gone up, what we haven't seen is a reduction in the number of HMO rooms being available. And of course, it's very easy as as an investor to buy a property and suddenly launch five, six, or seven rooms onto the market. And you can do that immediately when you have your HMO ready. Whereas if you were to invest in single bite elects, it's much harder to find five, six or seven houses or flats that you can suddenly push onto the market all on the same day. That's unlikely to happen. So the volume of HMO rooms coming onto the market is growing in proportion to the number of people who are looking. And that's one of the reasons why we're seeing rents staying fairly static across the whole of the UK. However, I do think that there are some positive signs ahead for room rents, which have in some parts of the UK been very, very steady over the last 10 years. Certainly the North West, the North East, Uh, Some parts of East Midlands haven't seen massive growth in room rents over the last year, but some of that is changing. And as people are realizing that even single-biter lets are becoming more expensive to rent, many of them are now looking for something that's more affordable and more flexible. Because although the government have raised the national living wage, they haven't raised it by a huge amount. Uh, Now we heard yesterday that the NHS is getting a pay rise of 3%. So there are some pay rise increases going on within the background and of course whenever we see some increase in pay rise inflation we see commensurate inflation across the rest of the economy So I think it's very likely that we will start to be able to see room rents going up. So if you're an HMO landlord and you've seen that your room rents have been fairly stagnant for the last few years, I think that's going to be changing over the next year because while house prices have gone up, there are fewer people now getting onto that HMO uh, bandwagon and buying HMOs. And uh, consequently, of course, there will actually be fewer rooms available. One of the pieces that I think we should also be aware of and mindful of is Brexit. When Brexit happened, we saw a very steady outflow of immigrants from the UK back to their home countries. And many of those immigrants would have been living in HMOs across the UK. They're no longer here, they're no longer with us. So that, of course, has an impact on the number of and the types of tenants that you will have in your HMO. But of course, as time moves forward, as we adapt, to the new economy. I think that we're going to see students who are graduating this year, they're going to be looking for somewhere to live. They don't want to live in their student HMO. They've left their student HMO, but neither do they want to live at home with mum and dad. So often over the summer, and into the autumn period, we do see more demand for HMO rooms as those students can come into the main professional HMO economy, as it were. And those students start to look for shared housing, which is affordable and flexible, all inclusive, and is just a step on from where they were living at university. And of course, it gets them out of the pockets of their, their mum and dad, who are probably very grateful, too, that they have moved on and found themselves a job. So I think over time, we will see those factors influencing HMO room rents. And also, as we see house prices going up, in order for landlords to make a good return on their investment, They've clearly got to pitch the market rent at the right level for their rooms to be rented. But they've also got to keep it as a a level within their business that means that business is profitable. And whenever we see inflationary prices and inflationary impacts across the uh, the economy, everything is affected. Uh, All prices get affected. The price of oil goes up. Uh, the price of commodities goes up. Uh, at the moment, we're seeing lots of prices in the building trade go up. Everything is inflated. Now, that's partly because of the ability to uh, have those goods imported into the UK. But certainly, there's a supply and demand issue here. But I think even were supply to increase, we're seeing huge demand for those goods. And that's obviously influencing the price. We've also had a government who have borrowed a huge amount of money. that The, the uh, Bank of England have created a lot of money. There's been lots of money creation going on to keep the economy stable and afloat. But that money will be starting to seep into the wider economy. And banks will be lending the money. Uh, businesses will be borrowing the money through the bounce-back loan and the CBILS loan scheme. And some of that money is sitting on balance sheets, not doing anything at the moment. It's sitting in bank accounts, not doing anything. So what's going to happen to that money? I suspect that we're going to see more and more people wanting to invest in a lucrative asset such as HMOs. Now what does that do to room rents? Well as I've said when you have more rooms coming onto the market that can have a flattening effect on room rents because it means that there's more supply out there and uh, so it, you have to become a little bit more competitive in your pricing. But I do also think that the cost of buying a property right now is uh, really at an all-time high. um, And that may dissuade people from buying right now. So I think over the next year, we've probably got a very good window of opportunity where we've seen house prices go up, possibly uh, put a little bit of a break on people wanting to invest in properties that they can turn into HMOs. Um, But equally, we've seen fairly steady demand for rooms. Indeed, the demand for rooms doesn't seem to be abating, even with Brexit and uh, with COVID. Uh, Many people have uh, reported to me that their, their room demand is still very high. And certainly we've seen this in the Northwest, still lots of demand for rooms. I do think if you've got an HMO or you're looking to invest in HMOs, one of the things that can really help is having a great agent or having a great team who knows how to advertise your rooms well. Because of the increased commi- uh, sorry, because of the increased competition and the increased number of rooms out there, differentiating yourself from the competition is a really important part of your business. So what makes your HMOs different? What makes the way that you operate different from the rest? Is it that you offer fantastic service? Is it that you've got a great maintenance team? Um, Is it that you um, offer some additional benefits for tenants living in your HMOs? The more that you can describe that and communicate that in your advertising and in your marketing, the better it will be for tenants who are looking for rooms, but also for your business. And we have to remember that, of course, this is a business opportunity. Now, HMOs still provide the most flexible, affordable, all-inclusive value proposition for short or even long-term rental property. And there are many people who may want to live in a single buy-to-let or have a flat of their own, but simply can't afford those additional costs. So the HMO is still going to be their number one accommodation of choice And until we see more people coming back into the workplace, and I think possibly the furlough scheme ending, I think that's going to have an impact on the jobs market as well, where I think jobs will become a little bit more competitive What we've seen over the last year is that particularly in the hospitality industry, it's been very hard for pubs and restaurants to recruit people because there's a lot lot of those individuals are on furlough. They don't need to work right now because they're getting paid by the government, but come... The end of September when the furlough scheme ends and they have to go back to work there's going to be more people looking for that kind of work. So what that's going to mean is that those industries will be able to offer more competitive salaries and uh, that means that of course those individuals who get those jobs may be on slightly lower salaries than if they were to get a job now. The benefit of knowing economics for your own wealth is important In fact, um, I was having a conversation with somebody about this the other day that I was saying, now is a great time to get a job in hospitality because there's a great competition for employees in that sector. Uh, Many of those employees have either retrained or done something else this year, or they're sitting on furlough. But come September, when suddenly the furlough scheme ends and those people are gonna have to go back to work, this is going to be important for them to recognize that you know, there's only going to be perhaps a couple of jobs in a pub and there might be 10 people applying. Whereas at the moment we've got 10 jobs and two people applying, but that's going to be reversed come the end of the furlough scheme. Now, what that will mean is that those individuals will be uh, searching around for jobs. Uh, The the market is going to be more competitive for them. And because generally many of those are on the living wage um, and the living wage has only gone up by a small amount this year, what is going to be affordable for them will be an HMO room. So there is going to be continued demand for HMOs. I think there's going to be a growth in demand for HMOs, which at the moment we're not quite seeing because I think that sector of the market is kind of sitting tight and and there isn't a lot of movement in that sector right now, but I think that's going to change come September. And I also think that uh, I've seen this from many people finding deals that stack up with current rental levels hard to find so there's going to be two choices either you don't invest in HMOs you don't buy them you don't secure them you 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 do a more creative deal that allows you to secure them but most people of course buy them They, they, they put their capital into them and create a cash flowing asset or they'll have to raise rents and I think the second is very likely to happen is that we'll start to see rents going up across the board So while they have spiked and then flattened in certain areas of the country, for example, London, and we've seen generally across the UK prices, rental prices going up a little bit, but not very much, certainly not in line with the the house price growth that we've seen over the last year. But I do believe that that's gonna change over the next year as we start to see more demand for HMO rooms and probably less supply of HMO rooms on the market. Now I'd love to hear your views. What do you think? What's going on in your area in terms of rental prices? Have you put your room rates up? Have you been able to buck the trend in your area? Perhaps you're producing fantastic rooms that enable you to, to price high. Maybe you found an area that works really well because uh, it's near to a big distribution center or there's, there's just a lot of demand for rooms in your area. Is it because there's a hospital nearby? I'd love to find out what you are experiencing right now and uh, where you are in the country. So please do contact me, uh, contact me through the podcast or if you want to email me, my email address is wendy at hmosuccess.co.uk And I look forward to hearing from you about what's happening to room rents in your area. And if you're an HMO landlord thinking, I haven't been able to put my room rents up for a long time, well, I think this is going to be your year. So just watch it. Don't sell. Don't get rid of your HMO too early because you might find that actually it comes back as a fantastic income-producing asset. And if you're looking to get involved in HMOs, this is a great opportunity because finding deals certainly is a little bit tougher right now but they are out there and if you can create rooms that have the wow factor and attract tenants then this is a very solid long-term asset and it produces capital growth and income both of which as an investor we try and aim for so I hope the podcast has helped you love to hear your views thank you ever so much for listening and I look forward to speaking to you very soon